Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to Got A Problem Mate podcast. If you're watching, because this is also on YouTube if you didn't know, we got the hat boys. Yeah, you're wearing a hat and it's got a squiggle on it. What is that? It's Arabic. Oh, is it? Yeah, someone sent me this hat. A company sent me it. And uh, what what does it say? It says sabr, which means like calm, patience kind of thing. Mm. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's cool. Thank you. And uh, you look like you've been working on the Live Golf Tournament. I have. Yeah. Yeah. You're like an ambassador for golf today. Yeah. You look yeah. like an American. Yeah. On holiday. People keep on saying that they, they think that I'm Australian, <laughs> even that... after they've heard me speak, which is a what? bit a bit weird. But anyway, uh, I'm not Australian. I'm Joey Page. Uh, I'm one of Britain's top stand up comedians, still waiting for my big chance. But in the meantime, I'm here entertaining you, Dullards. Uh, this is hey. my friend, Bilal Zafar. Hello. We've got problems, you've got problems. Let's get them all out on the table and have a look at them, shall we? Oh, okay. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, yeah, good. Good, how's knackered. Your, how's your week been? It's, I've had a lot going on. You don't know this, actually, but I'm going to be moving house. Oh, where are you because, going? Because, uh, same area, but uh, thank God because flat. Thank God, because I literally don't know what I would do if you didn't once a week message me and tell me how good the Mexican place is near you. Mm, we're going to go. Yeah, so you keep telling me, but I don't need you to tell me again. I don't think I did. You've that. told me. You've told me about three times. Your wife My told wife me at least once. Said, yeah. So, you, all right, I, I I'll have it. a word with her. I get I'll have it. A strong I get it. With, I'm seeing my wife's family soon. I'll tell all of them. <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah. Um, now my thing though is that um, the part of the reason I'm leaving is because my landlord has been crap. Right, he's done. My landlord. My landlord. Right. One of the things was I was off on tour and we had no hot water. And I texted him and I was like, look, my wife's home alone, don't have hot water. And he didn't even reply, right? So I got it sorted eventually. But stuff like that makes me furious, right? Yeah. Um, now, I don't, I know you've said uh, to it me. It sounds like you're infantilizing your wife. She's home. Like, why? She could easily have dealt with that without you. No, no, no. My point like is. If you were there, it wouldn't have been a problem. But she's home alone. So no, I'm no. Like, I'm saying that to him. Like, look, my wife, no, she works and stuff, you know, not like us. And I'm like. She's she's got no hot water, sort it out kind of thing. Because, yeah. you know, it's talking about my wife here, yeah. right? Buddy. Have you got um, an electric shower? Uh, it's electric, yeah. Yeah, fine, then it doesn't matter. What do you mean? Don't need matter? hot water. You can have an electric shower. You can have, what do you mean? What? Because the electricity heats up the water for the shower. No, but it wasn't heating it. But then you've got a problem the with your, your electric showers. The no, problem. no, we had a problem and we had to get it sorted. What do you <laughs> If you've got Have an you electric got a shower, not a problem then. No, if you've got an electric shower, yeah. the electric shower heats up the water. <laughs> what are you saying? So therefore, you don't, it doesn't matter if your boiler's not working. No, we didn't have hot water. Is out of what? Out of what out tap? Out of what? Out of which tap? Any of them. But you've got an electric shower. Well, yeah, it's all electric, not gas. No, that's not what I'm asking you. It's an. What do you mean, electric shower? Well, either your hot water comes from the boiler, 
In which case you have got a problem and I agree with you. Yes. Right, okay. So you haven't got an electric shower. What's an electric shower then? Well, it's where the electricity in the shower unit heats the water up. It doesn't come from your boiler. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, that's what I've got. So I don't have that problem. What's your issue this week? Uh, I'm your landlord. (laughs) Secretly. (laughs) No, but my thing was, I don't know, like, obviously I need to get my deposit back and everything. But I want to let my landlord know that he's been awful. But I can't do that before. No, you have to right? wait till after. So what do I do? Just send him a text randomly no, no. after getting my you, thing back. You must have, you must have uh, an address for him, right? Yeah. Yeah? Send him... Send him something in the post. And okay. here's what I would send. Like a horse's head. Here's what I'd send. Yeah. I'd send a picture of your wife shivering. And then you okay. just write on the picture, Bad landlord, my wife was cold. <laughs> You're a scumbag. Zero stars. But also, yeah. uh, you should be like, uh, I'm reporting you to the ombudsman. Ombudsman? Yeah. What's your issue this week? <laughs> Is that your issue? Yeah. That you're moving house? No, well, no I just asked you if you've been busy. And you just... Well, that sorry, that is it. But I feel like we waste too much time at the start. I don't think we waste. So my have you been busy is also my problem, you okay. see. So what's your have you been busy also your problem? <laughs> <laughs> My problem is I've been busy. Yeah. Um, and I've been on the road a lot, mm-hmm. gigging. Boy, have I been gigging. Have I told you that I've been gigging? I've been gigging a lot. But, right, so obviously you want to keep the costs down on the road sometimes and also eat a bit healthier. So I will prepare my food in advance of the trip if I can. But it doesn't matter where I put it. Even if I get it, if I put it in the boot, mm. right, I will still get to it way too early for when I need to eat it because I know it's there. I'm quite greedy. So I'm like, if there's food in my car, I will get to it. Like so I need dog. to I need to work out how I can stop myself from eating all my food way too early in the journey. You need to get like a timed lock. Yeah, I really do. Time. I do. Mm. But that's my problem. I make really nice food and I want to eat it 10 minutes into the journey, but I'm not supposed to eat it for another three hours. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Should we get our guest on to... Um, help with these things no put a bit of effort into it come on shall we get our, <laughs> we guest, get our on? guest on here? listen i've told you i can't help how i speak okay that's discrimination actually. oh is it okay yeah yeah we've got a really good guest today so we should get him i'm on very now. excited about this oh guest. me too he's this probably a... the one i'm most excited about is it that you're most excited about i think so okay uh today's guest is a uh a, like an online friend of mine that i got to know a little bit sounds of creepy we haven't met before today that's mad He's a professional commentator. I know. Of football, and we like football. And I like commentators. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got lots to talk about. Very fun. It's it's Rob Daly, everybody. How's it going? You all right? Very good. Yeah, near end of the season. Mm. So a little bit of time off. Now I've got a couple more games to come, but yeah. it's nice to have a bit of, as much as working in football is like brilliant, like a joy. Yeah. You also do get a bit by the end of the season sort of happy for it to be, be exhausting. I think it's kind of like any any job right like obviously doing comedy like we'll turn up and be like don't really fancy this today mm. yeah you know I mean or god forbid a podcast episode <laughs> 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 not this one because I've really been looking forward to this because it's, it I really like it when we get to chat to people from different like industries to us and it's one of these things and I kind of want to jump right in with this it's like how do you even yeah. become a comedy like I've always been like and sometimes it can be a little bit you think you watch people and think they they haven't even got an interesting voice or whatever like there's a guy um 
Uh, you might not want to slag off commentators <laughs> or whatever. Don't but like, there's, there's a guy on Match of the Day. I'm like, how did you become a commentator? Like, your <laughs> voice is so annoying and drab. But right, right. like, so, but there's been times where I'm like, I would have loved to have done that job. But the reason why I never did is I would not even have the faintest idea in how you get into it. So, how do you even get to where you are? So basically, I did. I wanted to be a news journalist, and mm. I was a news journalist for quite a long time. So I did journalism and work for radio stations, read news bulletins, stuff like that. And okay. then it'd be a case of, say you're working in Colchester, which I did first. It'd be like, who wants to go to Layer Road and interview Phil Parkinson and mm. do those interviews? And then you'd slowly, maybe you do the interviews and then someone might say, oh, could you do the updates for a game? So that weekend work, it wouldn't clash with your news stuff. And then eventually got to the point where probably about 12 years ago, I could phase out all the news. I did journalism at uni, did loads of work experience, did a whole year of work experience, basically, along with making money before I went to uni. Mm. And then that sort of set me up. So as soon as I left uni, I was like ready to go into newsrooms and just work as a journalist. Because fundamentally, if you're a commentator, you are you are being a journalist. You're trying to find the story and define the moment a little bit, explain the moment. Um, so yeah, so that's the route. And then someone will go, actually, you've done okay on this. Do you want to do a full commentary? And you absolutely brick it, and it's horrifically terrifying to like hold a full 90 minute radio commentary even to the people of Chesterfield, as I did for the first time. And then you just get more and more opportunities, and bang, 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 mm. wow, and what you weigh up. And how so, long ago was that your first commentating? First commentary was probably about 2008, but I've actually been do, working Yeah, it's news. called commentary, Bilal. Let's Com get the commentary. Let's get, yeah, yeah, when was your first commentating? Commentary. <laughs> Comment no, you, yeah. you're when was right. the first commentary? <laughs> 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 it's probably about 2008, but I've been working in news probably since about 2004. Mm. So, so yeah. uh, for that as well, I'm assuming Chesterfield local radio. Yeah, you've not even got like a colour commentator with you, or did you? Did you sometimes have to bounce you would. Off of? Yeah, sometimes you would. Like if one of the players was injured, the club would just give you one of the players. Mm. Oh wow! If, especially if they had an interest in, because a lot of the players, certainly at the time, League Two, they don't know what they're going to do past 33. Mm. They, they haven't earned millions like Premier League players so they're all looking mm -hmm. at like can I get into the media can I work in coaching can I do these kind of things so some of the players are really really keen to do that mm. uh, others weren't and then sometimes you would just be on your own which would be just an absolute slog especially for radio because you can't shut up you know you have to keep yeah, yeah, yeah. Just there's silence. nothing yeah yeah because you do sometimes when you're watching it on TV it does just like play out a little bit and you know you can let it but, breathe and I yeah. like doing that because you get the texture of the crowd and everything it sounds mm. great mm. but on the radio you can't do it other people think you've you've died mm. you know on it yeah so yeah you have, to, you have to keep Go talking quiet and is it a case of so like, especially Walcott yeah exactly <laughs> and then quiet again yeah, exactly and is it a case of just like having like an overload of like facts about like the game and the yeah. players that you've got stuff to constantly say exactly and then like are you kind of like sometimes if nothing's much is happening in the game are you kind of like at the bottom end of your list and going yeah. oh but what's going to happen now you can burn through it like too quick if you're not careful because yeah, yeah. a lot of football games are actually quite bad mm. really like even... especially like lower <laughs> leagues where you would have yeah. started off right yeah so. it would have been a bit of a slog and if you're on your own certainly you'd just be, you'd just be burning through all your facts you learn to pace it and actually probably for a game you probably do six to eight hours prep per wow. game kind of thing is yeah. the idea oh really so it's quite a and I guess that. like the more that you do like a certain league or certain teams it becomes easy because you get to know from like your own experiences but I guess from maybe even interviewing the players you get to know a bit about them and a bit yeah, does that make it a lot easier? Yeah, I mean, I work for Tottenham, so I'm around yeah, yeah. the club and you meet some of the players and get little nuggets you can use and stuff like that. I'm commentating on Ireland right now. I'm doing all Ireland's games for this new-ish streaming platform called Viaplay in the UK. So if you mm -hmm. want to watch Ireland games, it's on that. And then you, you just sort of immerse yourself in it and you feel like you really start to understand mm. the players and the team and the culture and everything. It's really... 
I love that, actually. And does that get hard? Like, does that have its disadvantages? Because I can see why it would have its advantages insofar as, like, you've got so much more you can say about the players. But, like, is it hard to be impartial sometimes because you've, like, got a bit of a rapport? Or even invested. the other way where you're like... That guy is an absolute <laughs> dickhead. He is awful. Yeah. No, you do. You get you get emotionally invested, I think, in any of these things, especially when you know the backstories and all that stuff. But fundamentally, it goes back to the principles of being a journalist. Mm. And it's like, what is the story? What is actually happening here? And trying to get back to that without letting your own personal mm. biases mm. come in. You've got a very good commentary voice. Yeah. Do like, you think? Yeah. Yeah. I it's really, because you did a few bits, uh, some people might, the stuff I do on Twitch, you did a few little bits for me, quite yeah. a lot actually, which I really appreciate, which I use sometimes. You've got, like, it's a proper commentary voice. Well, first time you played some of those yeah. on your channel, it was one of the best things ever. <laughs> like seeing the comments just go, what was like, the comments yeah. just blew up. Because it, it sounds so good. Yeah, it's, it's, not, a... it's not just a guy saying yeah. it. It sounds like... And that goes back guy. to my, to my, this, this one guy on the BBC, it's like mm. how... Because, I mean, someone must have liked his voice. But, but how, it's like, yeah. how did you, I yeah. think you might be going for the same question here. How how did you realise that you had, like, or did you develop that? I think it's developed. Because you think sound voice different. Changed. You sound different when you talk normally. Yeah, think, definitely. Right? Yeah. yeah, and there's probably, you probably do put a bit of, like, commentator kind of thing on it, you know, mm. when you're doing it. Mm. But it's also even uh, something as simple as the lip mic. You know, like, we've got these mics here. But, you know, the lip mic's the old school, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 1950s kind of looking thing. That does something to your voice where it makes you sound like 80. Like, I don't know what it does, but it just makes you sound like an old, wise man. Mm. And then you sound more like a commentator anyway. Yeah, so. like, so I'm a Tottenham fan, and so I've heard your voice around the ground, because basically when they play any clips of Tottenham games, they won't use oh, the BT Sport or the Sky Sports footage. Yeah. They'll use Rob's footage, and so with, Rob, like with Rob's commentary, cause it's like the club's own footage. Mm. So I've heard Rob's voice, and I imagine you to be way older than you are. Yeah, that ha that comes up a lot. And then there was a, a clip that went sort of viral this year where they put a camera on me. We didn't know we were they we didn't know they were filming it, but they put <laughs> a camera on me and Clive Allen, um, commentating on Tottenham Beaton City. And then people like were they sort of broke their brains. I sort of had this face, which I didn't know if it was an <laughs> insult or like and then I had three or four tweets because my Twitter just went a bit mad. And then people were like, I never would have guessed you were ginger. And it's like, how on earth would you have guessed that from my voice anyway? It's like, there's ginger. no clue in there, I don't think. I think as well, people always assume that all commentators look the same, which is like short brown hair. It's sort of in their like late 50s. Massive you know what coat. I mean? Massive yeah. coat. In the yeah. summer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. So, also, yeah. I think maybe it's because it's, I mean, it's, I guess it must be a stressful job because I, I guess people think it's like quite a nice job. Seems like the life expectancy of a commentator is long. Like a lot of commentators tend to like, like Martin Tyler's doing it he's in his 80s. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. uh, what was his name? Moore. Brian Moore. Yeah, Brian Moore. He yeah. went on. So you can expect to live for a really long time as well. That's really nice. This is the thing that guys, if you get to the top, you just hang, you seem to hang around for ages. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's, I mean, I feel like I've been, I've been doing this, it feels like ages now, like 15 years almost exclusively, like commentating and stuff like that. Mm. But wow. Hopefully. But you started young, now. obviously. Yeah, so, I was like 19. Yeah, that's like, amazing. Yeah, players trying to interview them and bricking it. But So you are a Tottenham fan? No. no. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, not a Tottenham what? fan. Sorry, Joey. I didn't know that. I assumed yeah, no. I assumed you were. Oh, you try and stay, you try to keep it quiet who you support. Yeah, so right. people, okay. not just for Tottenham, but yeah. in general, people, they, you'll get accused of bias. Yeah, yeah like I absolutely hate Alan Smith. 
Do you see Alan Smith? I work with Alan at the Euros and he is the nicest. But I'm always brother. like any, because I'm like, he's criticising Tottenham because he's Arsenal. Do you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? That's the yeah. whole thing. So I like, People have it with Lee Dixon. Yeah, uh, yeah. People have Martin Keown. Uh, Paul Merson absolutely does do it. Mm. Like gives Tottenham an extra boot in. But, um, but you would, wouldn't you? I would. Yeah. 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 It's part of his whole shtick. And, mm. But it makes it easier. Like I've got friends who are, they support the team they commentate for. Mm. And I've got like a great affection for Tottenham now. I've worked there five years and absolutely love Love it there, like, like mm. working for the club. But wow. there are guys who are they commentate on the team, mm. they're and they're genuinely heartbroken and have to try and do the job all in one go. I don't know how Gary Neville, I mean, but I'm like, I've had my season ticket at Spurs since I was 16, right? Yeah. And uh, I love like just going for the laugh of it, but very rarely will I like let that spill over into my actual life. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I, I kind of I don't understand how somebody couldn't like if I was commentating on Spurs. Yeah, I think I could possibly. You might hear a bit of an annoyance, but I wouldn't be absolutely <laughs> heartbroken. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, I think I'd still do my job. You can still have a drink on the high road after, or whatever. I, I heard you on one show saying that your mate, if if they yeah, like, he goes just home, wants, just wants to go home. Whereas I go banana bar. Do you? Yeah, have you been? No. Oh mate, can I take you banana bar of next course, season? Absolutely. Great. <laughs> What's going on in there? Uh, it's karaoke, but it's only Tottenham songs. You oh don't, wow! Don't yeah. You don't have to see. Even I don't. I don't even. I don't sing. But you just watch some real wrong ones going. It's hot shot top. No, we are the super spurs. And like, <laughs> if they lose, do people do it? Yeah, people still. Oh, it's a bit flatter, them. but it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. if they win, it's like. But if they win, it's almost a bit hard to get in. I don't know how you'd be able to leave before the end of the game to get into the banana bar. <laughs> I wouldn't. No, no, but by the time you got there, it would have calmed down a bit. I suppose. But. I normally go to like that. Oh, this is too. You don't want people following you. Like, that was well. yeah, yeah, no, I don't think people care that much. But yeah, people are generally not nice to me if I'm out and about. It's, yeah. uh, Do you yeah, get recognised a lot? In the stadium, probably, yeah. But only since that clip, really. I mean, people didn't know what I looked yeah. like because no one sees your face. And I sort of yeah. quite like that, that you just sort of like a voice and then you slink away. But I was so sure you were a Tottenham fan. I just assumed. No, I, obviously when you're... Naive, when you're, you're naive. When am, you're working yeah. for... A, when you're doing it, you obviously, there's like a, you're not biased towards Tottenham when you're commentating for them, but you understand who the audience is and that they'll, if yeah, they so, concede a late goal, they'll yeah. be upset. Mm. You're not getting excited about the opposition scoring, for example. Not as not, not as, as excited, yeah. 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 But sometimes it's more just, you love football, so it's hard to like not get excited by drama. Say, the yeah. good example would be the Lanzini equaliser when oh. Tottenham went 3-0 up and West Ham came back to draw 3-3. Like, it was unbelievable, mm. watching it in real time. Mm. But you know that the audience is... Because you are working exclusively for Tottenham, that's different, obviously. Tottenham, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got so many questions that I want to ask you because <laughs> I just find this so fascinating. Um, now I'm not going to ask you. I, I guess it's going to go both ways. I'm not going to ask you to like, dig anyone out, but obviously, when you're working with uh, a co-host or whatever, a co-commentator, mm. it must be about. It must be sometimes difficult to build a rapport if you haven't met them, or maybe they're. It could go the other way where they're a bit snooty because they're like a bit of a footballer that is yeah. like you, uh, well, I, I've no, got work with this them. guy that I've never heard of as opposed to a commentator they have heard of so like are there any tricks you use to kind of get a rapport going with somebody that you might not have met or is like you know you can tell they're kind of just phoning it in a bit or it's just a bit awkward it's a mix sometimes you can feel that that they come in and they they could someone might literally go who's playing today like you might be doing a foreign league or something you go mm. how do you not know what teams were doing? But that's extremely rare. Most of the pundits now, because it's so competitive as well. Mm. You know, a lot of the guys that come out of the industry, they all want to be in the game still. And a lot of them don't want to do coaching. 
So they come in and prep. Like I work with some great guys. Like um, like Clive Allen is like amazing. I'd love. I bet he's a good laugh. He's like the best bloke ever. Yeah. He's just like so nice. And then like Gary Breen, who used to play for Ireland to work with on mm-hmm. Ireland games and stuff like that. He comes in. He's more prep than me. It's like unbelievable his his notes and stuff. So it's difficult. Like if you get on with someone, you just get on with yeah. them, and you'll try and before you go to air, you might say, "What areas? What do you want to get into today? What areas of conversation do you want to get into?" And then you've already built that sort of comfort blanket thing that if it gets awkward on air like there's a big size uh, you know nice, you can yeah. go to that but cool. sometimes it is just a bit dead and there's you try you try to yeah. like, have a bit of a joke with them and it's just like flatline silence and you're like oh my god do you ever yeah. make any mistakes commentating oh my god all the time oh really all the time yeah <laughs> you just say something or you even just you make yourself cringe because you do take on this sort of personality that isn't quite your own in a way you know, I think that's very similar to stand up actually isn't it you take on a bit of a your performance, you, your energy, suppose. like it becomes your persona almost. Like if you're not quite feeling a certain way today or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so carry on. Yeah, so I think if you, I forgot what I was saying, but like if if yeah, if you sort of perform, mm-hmm. I mean, just sort of, you are you are you're not being fake. You're sort of like just going into this gear that you wouldn't operate. Like in the if I was watching the game in the pub, mates, I wouldn't go, "What a fabulous strike!" No, because they'd be yeah. like, "Chill out, are you? What is up with you?" <laughs> but you do it. When you're doing the job, yeah. you know. So. Oh, I've got a question. Go on. In fact, I when I got you to send me some clips, mm. uh, some some commentary clips, I asked you to do, I swear you'll never see anything quite like this again. Oh, you yeah. And yeah. You, you felt like it was ripping off thingy a bit, right? Not entirely. Yeah. Um, now, yes, well, recently, when West Ham won that conference trophy. Yesterday. Co- well, I didn't want Oh, it. no, yes, yeah. sorry. Recently. I know, yeah. what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's, it's what's wrong with me. Okay. Um, the commentator, do you know what he did for the winning Yeah, Adam, goal? yeah, I know Adam, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he said, um, it's up for grabs now. It's up for grabs now. Which is a famous when Arsenal won the league One of the most iconic Anfield. pieces of commentary of ever. I, I want to ask him, so I texted him after the game. Yeah. It, was a, it was a big... I was in a pub and didn't hear, we couldn't hear the commentary, but right. he, he's, Adam's an excellent commentator and is like mm. really ground to get up at BT as well. But I want to ask him if it was like a, if it was a a nod to it or it was purely just, it's up for, like it just came into his head mm. and it wasn't a nod to that commentary from 89, uh, 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 89, 89. 89. I want to know. Yeah. But you'll do, you'll, you might do something a little bit referential. Mm. like that but I don't know what, I don't know if he meant to do it and I saw some yeah. Arsenal fans saying that's our thing <laughs> that's know, us that's yeah. our commentary it but... did to be fair like it did come out of nowhere that goal it wasn't because you know it, yeah, was very, like it looked like ball, it was going yeah. extra time didn't it oh, and yeah, then out of nowhere yeah yeah so I'm gonna, I'll ask him and find out and let yeah, you know whether that's interesting whether it was a nod to or just mm. it was just the thing that he instinctively have you done any nods to in your in your commentary um, I tried to I did one like an AJ Tracy one once because he's a big Tottenham <laughs> yeah. fan right oh they play him in the stadium yeah right? they play him at the stadium he's a big Tottenham fan and I was... are they going to play any of my clips at any point what me clips? doing stand up just like in, that. what in at the half time no in the, in the you know in the ground does a nod you know I can ask <laughs> no I'm joking carry on <laughs> I, um, so I try to do, and occasionally I'll do that kind of thing where you not slip a lyric in, but you'll do something, you'll try and make it really subtle or something. Mm. Like I use like live and direct AJ, Chase, AJ Tracy reference for this Hummin song goal because I thought right, right. maybe that worked. It did work in, and people noticed it. Like, yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 oh, that's comments, nice. But, yeah, but you don't want to make it too hammy. You just no. want to like. And yeah. do you like to keep it quite natural or like. Will you have a kind of thing that you might try and say if a, something happens in like the game that fits a narrative? Like you know when you seem to get 
especially more in radio, you get these like almost like sound bites of like for the winning goal that feels like, oh, that was rehearsed right, like yeah. days in advance. It's a big, it's actually it's like Matthew. a big talking point yeah. actually about mm. in amongst commentators, like whether you do that or not, it's seen as like, some people think it's like complete taboo. You can't, right. you should just be in the moment and just organically coming out with stuff and never, whereas someone like Sam Matface on ITV says, he openly says he scripts things and yeah. has it ready to go in case that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I think there's some probably middle ground, like I was very conscious Kane breaking his record. This uh, the season just gone. No, it, a season Harry Kane broke his record. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, and you're very aware that that clip will live on as this like Tottenham time capsule yeah, forever. Yeah. So you, you don't want to go in mm. completely cold. You don't want to accidentally burn. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burpers, you're saying. Burp, burp, be sick. <laughs> say the wrong name. So you, you, it would be more, I would never script a thing. It would be more you think where areas I could go when it happens and then hopefully it all just comes out in the right order. Mm. So, mm. Um, so yeah. Oh man, it's so interesting. But I guess also a bit like... Uh, comedians you must spend a lot of time traveling on your own to things yeah yeah i think there's actually i was thinking i mean i don't know your world but it, it seems it's tragic i don't know if it's similar like it's a lot the of, it's, it's world, a lot of like, premierings and uh yeah, yeah. i think there's that's yeah. i've stayed in so many travel lodges yeah. and premierings over the years especially oh. covering lower league football but it's a lot of that and then also you might be in a big production house which has like 10 games going on at once so you're working on the europa league or something and like a sort of tragic green room with penguins laid out and everyone's seeing who's got what gig and being a bit competitive. Ah, and, yeah. and, um, but mostly everyone's really supportive of each other and just interested in seeing, seeing what's happening. So I think there might, I don't know if it, if that parallels with yeah, the world at all. I think so. But, um, it's like, yeah, in green rooms at gigs, it'll be like, oh, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. And some yeah. people are really helpful and some people are like a bit competitive. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like anything. I, really. I, 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 is there like anybody that you've worked with be it like ex-footballers or commentators that have really helped you or that you've just been like, this is like a big milestone for me or even a game where you're like, I can't believe I got to do this one or work with that person or that person was really helpful. Give us a few of those. Right, so I was at the, I was working for Man City on the QPR tart win. So it's like the Etihad for the Aguero. uh, Oh my God. Commenting on that. Did you you copy Martin Tyler at the same time? Aguero! different like i just couldn't shut up whereas he did this extraordinary thing but he didn't say anything so he said he said aguero 
And then if you watch it back, there's silence, which we don't do on English TV. You do it in American TV where a goal goes in and you stay silent. It's called dropping out, I think. But he just, the goal went in and he didn't say anything. And then let the silence just run. And you see Joe Hart famously celebrating Mm -hmm. Aguero ripping his shirt off and just let the crowd go. And then said, I swear you'll never see anything like this. Uh, uh, Drink it in. You know, Mm -hmm. that whole drink it in. It's possibly the best piece of comedy I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. It's like mind-blowing. I hate that people criticise him. Like, yeah. Liverpool yeah. fans think that he hates them, which I don't think he does. No. Some, some people think he's not putting enough effort in sometimes, but I, I think he's a legend. Like, Oh, no, he's he, he would have been my, like, yeah. hero kind of He's got great commentator. voice. Yeah, he's it? the voice of... He's really, like, the voice of the Premier League in my mind. Like, mm. he's that... He's that guy. And, like, there'll be a big, like, when he steps down or retires or whatever there'll be a big like uh, lamenting of the fact that he's no longer the him and Attenborough him and yeah, yeah <laughs> very true the man the men of the animals and football yeah, yeah 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 um yeah so like who is some you, you were saying you worked at that Man City game yeah Man City and then the the Kane uh Man City goal because that clip went viral and went <clears> a bit like um of just like me and Clive commentating that was like a big moment and then uh, I once like hosted this thing with Will Smith where he took like the worst penalty you've ever seen, which is still like my favourite. It's one of my like career highlights, even though it's such a weird thing. It was like Stratford was playing host to the Champions Festival before the 2013 Champions League final. Will Smith had a film out with his son, Jaden. After Earth or yes. something? Yeah. yeah, that's it. I think it got quite badly oh, panned, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And they rock up for this thing. So we're, it's a charity match, and I'm asked to compare and host the thing. So mm. it's like, Figo passes to Cafu, goal. You know, like mm. doing it on the speakers. And then for some reason, Will Smith, Carlton, and Jaden, I don't know Carlton's real name, but they turned up. They'd been on Graham Norton the night before. And then Will Smith took a penalty against Edwin Van Zaar and couldn't kick the ball. Couldn't kick it. You wouldn't think that. He, I know. He sort of, I'd have to show it to you. but So I'm like, it's Will Smith against Van der Zaar, and the ball literally goes... Like that. I've never. It's the worst kick I've ever seen in my whole life. And it, oh, it's the best thing I've ever. I still think about it a lot. Like how good that moment. There was. are videos of this on online? YouTube. Yeah, you oh, see me. <clears throat> you see me oh, really? in the background just going. I said like I was pretty okay. close or something. <laughs> that was <Yeah>. pretty close. <laughs> something, something like that. Yeah, but then yeah, so I've had like um, you know yeah. funny things happen on the way, but then also just nice. Brilliant games. Tottenham's run to the Champions League final. Oh. Commentating on Ireland. My parents are Irish. They're from Dublin. Oh, excellent. So doing those games, when they flick on the TV in England to watch the game because they live in Essex, mm. it's me on the thing. That's, so that's great. A, that's a nice one. That's great. Yeah. That's brilliant, man. Yeah. Um, you don't seem like a man with a lot of problems, but uh, I, I'm oh. assuming you've got a problem that <laughs> we can solve for you. Because well, <clears throat> I do, yeah. Do you want my problem Yes, now? please. Sure. I think so, yeah. I'm having my tonsils out. Ah. Oh. Yeah. I thought they stopped doing that. No, well, they tried to avoid doing it, I think, for ages. Mm. But I've just had this chronic problem with them for about six months. Oh, no. And it's, uh, so I've never had an operation under general anesthetic. Anesthetic, yeah. I have. Doesn't even know how to say it. Doesn't even know how to say it, that's the thing. So I'm looking for help to keep me calm before. Okay. Because I am... I am nervous. I'm okay, okay. So about it. what have you had? Well, I've had. actually been under general effect to have my tonsils out. <gasps> wow, no way! And all... I eat the food from my boot. I basically was was about fourteen though. So oh, I've yeah. had it more recently. What What are you worried about? 
dying? Apparently dying, yeah, yeah, just not waking up. No, I don't know. He thinks it's all over, but he's woken up. <laughs> <laughs> but he's dead. But he's woken up. I'm worried about like what the f- even the sensation of being out of control of drifting off. No, you don't really know. That's fine. That. Is it? Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. The way it is is yeah. uh, they'll they'll put the thing in your arm and then you'll just be you. and then you'll just be gone. And no, but this is the thing. <laughs> don't say it like that. <laughs> no, but it's like you've just fallen asleep. Do you know, like when you can't keep your eyes open. No, no, like... but it's it's weird. Um, because I I tried to pay attention to how I was going to feel last time I had it. Um, you're just awake again. You don't have a dream. No way. It, well, your Does life stops you and then more? restarts. That's mad. Well, but can it doesn't I tell you what feel weird. Okay, right. Um, my dad bought me uh, a Tottenham kit for when I came out on. Yeah. And he was like, because you get a bit, you can be a bit cantankerous when you come around, like a bit oh, like wow. Aggie, right? Um, almost like you're a bit drunk or something. And uh, he went, uh, I bought you a Tottenham. Kit. Uh, he said, I bought you some new pajamas, and I went, they're not pajamas, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Do you, do you remember saying that? Uh, sort of. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you know, like when you remember being drunk, it's a lot like that. Oh, You're like, right, oh God, yeah. what did I do last night? It's a bit like that, but it only lasts for like a few minutes. And then that you won't start necessarily to... happen though. <laughs> I think that's just makes some aggy. Yeah. yeah. Once if I say that verbatim to my wife, even if she's not holding anything yeah. now, it'd just be in my brain that I've got to say that <laughs> yeah, yeah. when I wake up. No, you'll, you'll be absolutely fine. Really? It's, yeah, it's weird. It's like, it's just done. Which is a good thing. So mm. you go to sleep, yeah, and it feels like no time lapses. Yeah, I suppose a bit like sleep. No, yeah, it is a bit like going to sleep, <laughs> but faster. But like, you, <laughs> but like you went on a night out the night before a little bit. Yeah, you are groggy, but you're it's just, absolutely yeah, fine. You'll wake up yeah. groggy suddenly. It's no big deal. You won't real. You won't even realize you're falling asleep. That's the thing. They'll probably chat to you mm. about whatever, and then I'll be gone. The bit I would be worried about is that apparently having your tonsils out as an adult fucking really hurts. Yeah. Oh. But I've been I've been I've been hospitalised with this in the past oh, really? five months. So, so you're I've all had right. that Uber pain. Just you're okay at the moment. But oh, so wait. Up. So when <laughs> exactly. when when Rob was supposed to do the podcast, and he said I can't come in hospital, and you went, yeah, but that's a fucking excuse. Yeah, no. So I was in hospital. Yeah, it just got so bad that I just oh, couldn't dear. even like swallow. What did they do to help? They actually tried to. This is so grim, man. They oh. tried to drain it. They Ooh. tried to drain the back yeah. of my throat. It was agony. And okay. then the next three days were, it was hell. So I imagine it's going to feel like that. So I'm also yeah. nervous because it is apparently, they're, when you're an adult, they're wedged in, aren't they? Like yeah, you but you're allowed ice cream. I actually had mine out when I was six. Oh. Did you? Yeah. And do you remember anything about it? I remember having You've always a been such throat. a prodigy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember having quite a sore throat, but I think I, think I feel like they let me have ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a plus. I would just say, just milk it for all it's worth. That you're going to get weighted on hand and foot for a little bit. My wife will not. Also, everyone in my class uh, at school sent me cards because I was at so home. For should a week. we send Rob a card? Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. We'll yeah. get everyone. To uh, do it. If you would like, to, when when are you having this done? Wait, a couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks yeah. uh, if you would like to send Rob a card, uh, why not get a digital one? And send it to tweet um, him. Got oh, a problem, mate? Okay. At gmail.com. We'll send it on, or you can we'll just send, send it straight that. to Rob. Oh, Cut even them, if you get one, I'll be so happy. We'll oh. send that to your agent. I don't have an we'll agent. print them off. Do you, oh. be, do you want to be my agent? Yeah. Done. Send it to. So Bernal. I can get fifteen percent of, <laughs> of, all your, of your work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the and other thing I was nervous about. Yeah. It's all just one big problem. Yeah, that's good. Is that I said, 
your vo- some people's voices, voices change. change. I was going to ask, does that happen? But Apparently. I don't... But then wow. the, the, the woman doing the surgery was saying, no, it'll be fine. I've done singers and all this. But still, there's a okay. bigger thing. It's like, it's my livelihood. You might sound exactly I would... like... Um... <laughs> Joe Pasquale or something. <laughs> yeah. I would lay off saying that to them on the day because you don't want to put them under more pressure and then they make a mistake and it does all your voice. I feel like they know what they're doing. Yeah, but if you're like, do not fuck my voice up. So it might get a bit shaky. I feel like you wouldn't say that to people. No, that'd be bold for me to say that. I might say it when I wake up and then go, well, we've finished it already. We've done it already. But you might say it in a really high pitch. (laughs) It's too late. So hopefully... You have put me at ease a little bit. No, you, you'll be okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll be, be fine. <clears throat> we'll send you a card. Yeah. Thank you. You, um, said, you said you've got, a, sorry, a couple more games left of the season. Mm. What's that then? Uh, just internationals and and uh, Champions League Champions final. Champions League final. Big yeah. boy. Oh. Yeah, and who are you doing that for? That's <clears throat> that's for UEFA. So UEFA make this radio show that you can listen to. Available on the app and on the website and on Sirius XMFC oh. across North America. So host that. So normally be like, you have me and a pundit, a co-commentator and a commentator. And you're actually going to the final, right? No, you're gonna, you'll be in the so, studio a lot yeah. of the time. I wanted to ask things. that, actually. Yeah. Like, How often are you watching the game? A lot of games? in the studio. Is yeah, that harder yeah. to get into? If yeah. In it's a or is it nicer because you're not freezing your bollocks off? There's that. And and you have like can have all your stuff out. Yeah. Like your notes and everything. And, and, and you're warm. And you are you seeing the to... same pictures we're seeing at Exactly, home. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'll be the same picture. So a lot of the industry is that because especially during COVID yeah. and like um, when we're working, I work for the Bundesliga as well. So cool. we used to go over to Germany <clears throat> and do games from studios and sometimes at the stadiums there. They could obviously couldn't fly us to Germany and the Bundesliga came back, if you remember, earlier than uh, any yeah, other right. league, came yeah. back in the May. And then it's when everyone like picked a Bundesliga team because it was the only mm. football on. And then we ended up doing some of that stuff from our house. So they bought this equipment. And wow. We were doing it, I was doing it from my living room. And I'd have like a an ex-pro along and he'd be like wrestling my dog at halftime. It was like the weirdest <laughs> thing in the world. What yeah. pros have been to your house to wrestle your dog? Mark Schwarzer. Mark Schwarzer <laughs> wrestled my dog. <laughs> yeah, he was a great guy, yeah. so What if your dog barked? Yeah, Rex. What? Rex didn't what? bark. That's lucky. Yeah. That'd be weird. I think we had him upstairs. Yeah. I think. Do you have to learn the German pronunciation since you do Bundesliga? Yeah, you need to get those right, otherwise they'll. Yeah? How how are you saying? um, Who are some Bundesliga German players? How are you saying Mario Goethe? Mario Goethe, yeah. Oh, that's fine. That's pretty good. I say Bastian Schweinsteiger. Schweinsteiger, yeah. Yeah. Who's a hard one? Is there a hard one? I thought that was a hard one. Um, Who'd be a hard one? I've heard no, some. I've watched some Bundesliga clips with English commentary where they're really going for it, mm. like yeah, really trying to sound. Top. Oh, German. with the German. Well, some of those guys, because they're because um, a lot of those guys live in Germany, right? They just speak German fluently. And if you notice, with, do you guys speak other languages? You got anything? I else? barely speak English, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got other languages? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you find when you say those words, you're not saying them in like an Englishy accent? That's totally different. Yeah. Um, so, so when they start mentioning, like when I say like the Nord curve, like the North stand where all the fans are, I sound like an English person probably saying it, but pronouncing it correctly. Mm. Whereas they'll say it exactly how they would say it when they speak German. So you get this like What's the word? Thing. Nord curve, like North stand. Nord curve. Nord curve. I'm trying to think of how they'd say it. I did German at school, you see. Did you? Yeah. I'm actually yeah, half German, but what? my grandmother moved over to the UK and had forgotten basically how to speak German by the time I was doing my GCSE, so it was absolutely useless oh, well. to me. <laughs> She'd been in the UK for so long. Oh, forgot. Useless. 
That's Sorry. bad, isn't it? To forget a whole language. Yeah. Wow. God. That's a problem. Harrowing stories from Joey's <laughs> life. Um, no, that, how's that harrowing? Anyway, um, <laughs> have you got a listener's problem for Rob? Because I feel like as much as I want to... We've Ask just... Rob so many questions. I feel like this might be a guess where people that have sent them in actually want the guests to answer their problem. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean, this has been, we've had no lull in this episode. No we don't lull. have a lull in any lull. episode. No, no. Have an occasional lull. It's pretty bad. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry. Let me just find my thing. Phil. Um, uh, yeah, so Rob, obviously you don't get to be in a room with two of Britain's top comedians very often either, so I wondered if there's anything you'd like to ask Oh, us. absolutely. No, well, actually, <laughs> wait, can, I, can I actually, Joey? Can I actually? Is that you, Phil? My yeah, friend, yeah. I was at the pub with my friend last night, mm. a West Ham fan, and he said he's trying stand-up comedy for the oh, first time in his whole life. Right. So... He's got a 10 minute, his friend has booked him in for a 10 That's minute. That's too long. 10 minutes? That's too long. Is it too long? It's usually yeah. five That's good advice. Is it? Yeah. yeah it's usually Four. five. Yeah. He's got 10. He's been told he's got 10 minutes. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Go, no, let's, no, before we jump into this, what's the, give us some more background on this situation. So, Guy's very funny. He mm. wants to work in comedy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He is very naturally funny. Mm -hmm. And he was chatting to a mate who runs a comedy night in Kent. Mm -hmm. And then he was saying, oh, you know, I really want to give it a go. And the guy rung up and said, I've got a slot for you. It's in November. Do you want to just come and give it a go? Okay. Well, so my advice would be get some fives before then. Yeah. Quite a few. I would like almost try and do about 20 Maybe. fives. 10 minutes is just a lot of time to fill when you're brand new. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's quite um, a lot. Five minutes feels and, long and when you're new. You know? <laughs> when you're new, I think one of the biggest things that I failed to do uh, or think about doing, and sometimes you do it organically and then that helps, is like you, you've always got a kind of be true to how you actually feel so when you're new it's okay to say i'm new and i'm nervous or whatever like play into that a bit because a well, that will buy you a bit that. more with right. the audience and also because like if you forget something you go oh i'm nervous but you because know, you go oh i'm new at this and because you're just trying to be yourself as much as possible yeah. so no matter what your persona or your material is i think always try and lean into how you're feeling but also and then that gives you that margin for error when it's, you're new. it's all about getting as much stage time as possible so yeah. it's like the first gig he's going to be thinking oh my god like he's going to be thinking it's the most scary thing ever but it's <laughs> like it's for you're doing it for yourself the first one mm. not really for the audience if you know what i mean but it if you have got ages. 10 booked in in november i'll try and do some fives before <laughs> yeah. that yeah. okay there you go barry so i have <laughs> good luck barry so i have uh, a listener's question this is from reese who did ask a question before but not enough of you. I finally caved in and bought an air fryer, possibly on Suze Kempner's recommendation. But I got the small size one, which says it's suitable for one to two people. But I found that at best, it's only really big enough for one side dish. <laughs> Do I give in and buy another bigger one? Is yeah. it even worth it? What good full meals can I get out of my tiny air fryer? You air fry? I don't, but you talking to Suze about it yeah. made me want it. And I do want it. I haven't had a kitchen for two months because our house has been done up, so we should have got one, really. <laughs> so, But that's in the past now, and we don't have time travel yet. So uh, I think it's a sunk cost. Yeah. Bin it off mm. and get a proper one. I just, just need to Give it to in. charity. Make yourself feel better about doing something good for the world. I'd dump it near the motorway. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but also, give it to somebody as a gift. Be like, have you tried these air fryers? Like, They're really Get someone good. on side, and then once... Wentz, like I don't. Wentz, <laughs> bloody hell! <laughs> this is why I, I say I don't even speak English properly. Um, if you was to give me your old air fryer, yeah, right, and then you went, Joey, I need a hand uh, moving all my stuff 
you know, from my old flat to my new flat, I'd feel like I owed you giving me a I'm gift. I'm not getting my F round. No, I'm just saying hypothetically, I'd feel like you were giving me a okay. gift and then I owed you. So if he works out who he might want a favour off of mm. that hasn't got an air fryer, mm. bit of a Venn diagram thing, mm. give them the air fryer and then just wait. And then when, when they need a favour, be like, could you help me something? And they're like, oh, I'm not sure. Remember I gave you that air fryer? It's like succession, isn't it? I will yeah, tell you some... That's uh, a great idea. Basically, people think, for people that don't know, people think an air fryer is like frying food, but it's not. It's just a mini oven. So basically, something I do in there, which is quite nice, if you like a pasta bake, Make your pasta. Get, oh, get listen. Get the sauce on all of that. Put it in the air fryer. Put a bit of cheese on top. It makes it beautifully crispy, crispy very yes. quickly. Uh, mm. Potatoes are amazing. I've been having a lot of fish lately, so season a bit of salmon or whatever. It comes again very crispy and nice. There's so much stuff you can do in it. Do but you need an oven? I don't use mine anymore. Just spend a lot of money on an oven. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. <laughs> Gift somebody your oven, oh and then when they need a when you need a favor, <laughs> rip it out the wall. Big favor, um, yeah. But it, it depends. I mean, even with so you're you're a father of a toddler. Yeah, is that toddler age, yeah, that's right? right? Yeah. So can't my, burn my brother on the air fryer, can they? Or do they get I've hot? Got, I've got a little oh, yeah. niece. No, I wasn't going to say the toddler should use the air fryer. <laughs> uh, he does all the like, you know, like um, uh, what what are the little like potato things that that kids like? I don't know with the smiley faces and potato oh, smiley faces. Yeah. Smiley faces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he d he puts all of those in the air fryer, little chips or whatever. He frozen. does them very quick. Frozen I think, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put frozen stuff in. Yeah. God. Yeah. No, genuinely. Can you put non-food stuff in there? Uh, like what? I a don't hat? know. <laughs> just, yeah, I don't know. Just seeing like. What's I if mean, your hat goes crispy. Yeah. <laughs> if you want, you can do whatever you like. Yeah, okay. But I do recommend them. And apparently, they save. Well, everyone says they save a lot of money in energy prices compared to an oven. But then, if you've got like loads of guests and stuff, then use your big oven. Question, Brunel. Yes. Um, what material? Because the one thing I'd worry about is that don't some of these have like a plastic that can get into your food or something oh, like yeah. that? No. no, 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 no. no. What's it made of? Um, like asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> As I say, um, what you want to work out, what, what you want to be careful of is yeah. um, Bilal actually works for a big air fryer company, so he's got vested for, interest. Yeah. Yeah. He's got big shares. Big air fry, like big farmer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, no, like I just find it really easy. Also, it's just it's quite healthy. I've been trying to be healthier lately. Yeah. Just stick like a sweet potato in there. Beautiful. Whole. I like it. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd cut it in the middle. Can I have butter on. that person's air fryer, please? Yeah. Just say to, yeah. Just if you could post it to the Tottenham Hotspur oh, Stadium. Yeah, hang on, wait. Operation. We can solve all of the problems in one go here, apart okay. from possibly mine where I, I can't stop eating food out of the boot of my car. That's <laughs> an issue, yeah. <laughs> can't stop eating any of the food I've it's, prepared for myself. Mm. I have that problem, so yeah. I'll, I'll try and do the same thing, try and eat... I'll put it on the back seat. Yeah, and then, and then you're like using yeah, like, I'm using a coat hanger exactly. to like hook it forward yeah, in traffic. On the motor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, so uh, Rob is going to be convalescing soon because of his tonsils. Why doesn't Reese send it to Rob as a get well soon gift, which will make him look forward to having his tonsils out and he won't feel so scared. And then favour you... I know that's already a favour. But then I, I need say, to give him a favour. I need to do something. No, him. but he just ask you that when he needs it. Oh. You need to let him meet um, Lucas Mora. Oh, he's just left. That's hard. That's really the one I think he wanted. Okay. Can you, where's he going? I don't know. I think he's oh, just uh, unat unattached. Yeah. I think unattached. Okay. Who else? Have My you mate got? calls um, him Captain Chaos because you just never know what he's going to do he when is, he's got the ball. He's <laughs> chaos, but mad. then that's how you, he goes he ballistic. Is chaos. He just yeah. does this running in field thing. But that's how he scored that brilliant goal against yeah. uh, against Leeds. His last yeah. kick. I can't yeah. get Lucas Mora. I could get. 
Do you want to meet Clive? Clive uh, Allen? Clive Allen. What, what, what Clive? mid-range Tottenham players? Like, hmm. Oliver Skip. Oh, we're not, yeah, we're not, we're, we're, we're obviously not going to get Kane or Son. Sassanyon, you could get. Perisic? It's not, met him. Not, not, met him. Him. not met him. What's no it like? Um, I, I assume meeting. You probably quite used to meeting the players now, and they're all like really all quite nice. nice. I can't. Are Every they? time you meet them, yeah, they're all like lovely. Like Oliver Skip oh, is like the nicest. That's nice. Guy. Ol- him and Son is just like. I'm. I'm gonna. He's how you imagine he'd be. You know. I'm gonna like, chat with you about this off pod, mm, not off air, off yeah. pod, because <laughs> I, yeah, I, obviously I've had to hold back so much about going. What's this player like? What's this player like? But that doesn't make a good podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna do that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, who can we get him? What about? I'm. I'm. Just, I'm trying to think what old people are kind of knocking around. Jamie Redknapp hangs around Spurs. No, we commentate yeah, Jamie. Uh, no. No? Can't get to Jamie. No, can't get to get Jamie. Get to Louise and get you to get Louise. Get to Louise. Oh, well, maybe Reese will like that. <laughs> meet and greet with Louise. So the whole thing is, I have my tonsil, he gives me his air fryer, and I get him a meeting with Louise Redknapp. Yeah. yeah. I think that's and, solved itself. And that's it works, all man. the problems solved. <laughs> Which is great, because luckily that's pretty much all we've got time for. Yes. Yes. Um... That's the end of another episode of Got a Problem, Mate, the pod. Proper episode this time. Proper, proper episode, guest. proper guest. Not like before. Rob, anything you want to plug other than uh, that you want some get well cards from the audience? No, there's nothing. I'm not doing anything. I've got a couple of weeks off now for this operation. Keep an ear out because this guy, if he's as far as he's got at his age, 37, commentator's gone forever. He'll be doing the World Cup final one day. In 2060, something, hopefully. Yeah. You're only just getting started. Just getting started. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, boys. Uh, what a treat. What a guest, everyone. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe. Because exactly. the more you do that, the more high-caliber guests we can get. <laughs> Thank you. As if we told you, we got 20 likes. So <laughs> you want to come on this? <laughs>